For all the single people out there like me, do you like being single or do you wish you were in a relationship? And for everyone out there in a relationship or married, do you miss single life or are you happy with your situation? Today's topic is one of my particular favorites and something that I enjoy talking about. So let's go. If you've ever felt alone, misunderstood, or like your story didn't matter, you've come to the right place. Welcome to Pretty Sure, the podcast where we explore the fun in life's ups and downs. Join me, your host, in a mix of guests from friends to thought leaders, artists, entrepreneurs, and experts for some raw, unfiltered, and frankly, hilarious conversations. We'll chat about our struggles as millennials, the joys and pains of being single or in a relationship, life and biz lessons, and some inspiring takeaways too, because remember, no topic is ever off the table for us. Hi, I'm Sabrina, your new best friend, and every week you can expect kindness, support, and some tough love, because you'll be damn sure I'm going to be calling you out on your shit when you need it most. Pretty sure we're in for a wild ride, so saddle up and let's go! Welcome back to another episode of Pretty Sure Podcast, and these types of episodes honestly are my favorite to record because if you don't know, if you can't tell by now, I am pretty vocal about my dating life and all the things that I've gone through. You obviously don't know each and every story because I'm saving them. I'm trying to make a single episode per story so that you get all of the wild and craziness. And who knows, maybe one day I'll turn it into a book. The day that I find um, my true love or partner or whatever it is, I'll probably write a book and I'll call it something like The Journey to Love or if that name already exists, something else. In any case, today's episode is a topic that is very near and dear to my heart. So funnily enough, today's Tuesday. I'm recording on a Tuesday and tomorrow, Wednesday, I'm going to be talking in a clubhouse room about quote unquote being spinsters and single for a long time. So I have had these types of conversations with friends new and old for the past couple of days, few weeks. And I just decided, you know what? I have to make an episode about this because this is what people relate to. And I need to speak my truth. I need to share my story and I need to not necessarily be ashamed, but I just need to own my truth to make a difference, right? That's ultimately what I want to make a difference. So you can't really do that if you're not willing to be vulnerable. And I hold space for all my guests to be vulnerable. So it is only fair that I repay the same thing, right? Paying it forward. So I do have a confession to make. I keep telling people that I've been single for seven years, but I actually counted and (laughs) it's officially been about eight, nine years, eight and a half years. So yes, your girl is single, has been single for eight and a half years. And I used to wear that as a badge of shame used to wear that as, oh my God, how can I say that I've had more than two, three, whatever many years being single? Like that is ridiculous. That is, you know, people are just going to think, well, there's something wrong with her. You know, maybe it's her own fault and all of these things. 
And, you know, that being said, I used to see the fact of it being my fault as something to be ashamed of, right? Like, oh my god, people must think that there's, you know, I I do something wrong, or like, I'm just not lovable, or, you know, um, I just don't know how to connect, or, you know, I'm not a good girlfriend, or I don't know how to love, or whatever it is. Like, these thoughts used to go in my mind all the time and constantly. And throughout the self-reflection and the, you know, the things that I've been thinking about and the conversations that I've been having. And quite frankly, just being inside different clubhouse rooms has made me realize something different and I'm here to offer a different perspective. Again, I'm speaking from the heart today. I'm literally just telling you my thoughts and what single life has taught me. Take it with a grain of salt and please let me know if you resonate with this because sometimes I feel like a crazy person. Today, I can't remember the phrase, but someone said something. Oh, it goes something like this. So I was in a clubhouse room talking about podcasting. And yes, if I talk a lot about clubhouse, I am obsessed. And in this case, it is not the rule of clubhouse is not to talk about it. So anyway, enough about clubhouse. So today I was in a room of podcasting tips and tricks, podcast one-on-one, and someone said something really funny. They were like, yeah, I have this client of mine who's a podcast coach similar to me, but we're in different niches and we do different things. And she says, it's really funny because I basically started telling people, yeah, so I coach people on how to speak to themselves in a room by themselves. And you guys, that made me laugh so hard because it is true. Like I am teaching and helping people learn how to speak to themselves about topics and create connection and be vulnerable, right? So right now I am speaking to myself. I'm currently speaking to my wall in which I have a bunch of blue post-it notes and I have the name of one person that signed up to my program on it and I'm just speaking to myself. But here's the magic about podcasting. I'm not necessarily speaking to myself because I'm picturing you in front of me. I'm picturing one person in front of me and I'm picturing like I'm talking with them. I'm talking to them. I'm inviting them into the conversation. So that being said, I completely lost my train of thought. I don't know why I went into that tangent, but back to dating life and back to me thinking that that was a badge of shame and people were going to think there was something wrong with me. Now, you know, with the manifestation babe course that I'm taking that is trying to change my life and my habits and my mindset and everything, I have realized that it has fucking been my fault. Like it has been my own fault but not in the way you would think about it or not in the way I used to think about it, right? So when you hear someone single for so long, your first thoughts tend to go to, oh, there's something wrong with this person. And that something wrong with this person usually means, you know, they're not stable. They have maybe mental health issues. They have some sort of problem. They have daddy issues because they don't want to commit. I don't know, think of any possible reason why people think something's wrong with you because you're single for a long time and that is it. But we don't stop to think about it. I didn't even stop to think about it myself that it was my fault, but only because I wasn't dealing with my inner demons per se, right? Like I hadn't dealt with all the past relationships and 
situationships and all of the things that I had dealt with and, you know, the heartbreak and the bullying and the sadness and the, you know, all the things. So I hadn't dealt with that like I thought I had. And so in my mind, the story that kept going on and on and played like a broken record was you are too much. You are just too much for men. You are just too much for, you know, dating in general. You keep scaring off people because you are just too much. You are too intense. You are too committed to the situation. You are too passionate. You are, I mean, I'm going to come out and say it. You're too smart. You know, you, you've traveled. So you, you're just too much. That used to be the story that was playing in my mind. And so every single time that I would speak to someone new or I would go on a date with someone else and it didn't work out, my focus immediately went into, oh, it's because they were intimidated and I was too much. And that I had used as a crutch for so many years, even, you know, as of lately, as of like a couple of months ago, I still thought it was because I was too much and I was intimidating. And since I've taken this course, I'm halfway through it, by the way, I need to jump back on it. So I hope you keep me accountable. So in getting through this course, I realized that story was playing a part in the reason why I'm still single. You know, that story was playing a part on why every single man I dated, even though they were wildly different in terms of backgrounds and looks and like careers and whatnot, they all had the trait that they would leave, right? Like they would ghost, they would leave, they would stop answering, whatever. I used to think it was my fault in that sense that I was too much. And then this course made me realize that, as I said, it was my fault, but not the way I was thinking, but rather the fact that I hadn't dealt with all of these situations that have happened and that I hadn't dealt with the effects it's funny because I'm, I was listening to a, a room today talking about, does it make a difference, the intent or the effect? And so my intent in this case was to justify a situation and to use it as an excuse as to why things weren't happening to me. And the effect was that I was not moving on from that and there was not being a change. So it's, it's really interesting, you know, what we, what we can do to ourselves, but concluding that side of the topic. So definitely it's been my fault that I'm single, but because I wasn't actually doing the work on myself and for whatever reason, the universe kept doing this and putting these people and these men in my life and these situations because I wasn't listening and I was refusing to learn from past mistakes in past situations and I was just not willing to see and look within myself and see what was happening. So that was the before and now the after is how do I build from there, right? So I have to do all of these meditations and I don't want to turn this into like a spiritual episode, but I do have to mention it because it's something that I'm currently working on, right? As of April 13, 2021 at 10.38 p.m., I am still single and I, to be quite frank with you, this is going to be very vulnerable of me. I'm not entirely sure when or if someone will come along in the next couple of weeks, days, or months, right? And I think I'm finally okay with that because 
and this is going to sound so ludicrous because it is just so blatantly obvious and people keep saying it, but I promise you it never resonated until recently. I am not looking for my other half anymore. I am not looking for that person that completes me. I'm not looking for that everything person. I'm not even looking for someone that's completely similar to me. Because I've done the work, I'm still doing it, and because I've grown and I've had all this time to reflect, I've had all these shitty-ass relationships, situationships, um, casual flings, whatever it is that you want to call it, I have actually now finally realized what it is that I want. And so if you ask me what his single life taught you, it has taught me that... First of all, I am not going to let anyone ever again walk over me. That is a non-starter. That is just a big no and a huge red flag. So if at any other point in life I meet someone and they try to put me down, or even if it's not intentional, that shit's just not going to fly with me anymore because I have experienced it enough times to be able to say, that is not something I want. That is not healthy. What else has it taught me? It has taught me that I am a complete person by myself. I don't need someone to be beside me in order to travel. I don't need someone beside me in order to make a big purchase. I don't need someone beside me to invest. I don't need someone beside me to validate my existence. And I especially don't need someone beside me to stroke my ego, right? Like I don't need someone telling me, oh, I love you, you're gorgeous, whatever it is. Now, here's the difference. I don't need it anymore. I still want it. I still want someone to be able to share, you know, a coffee with, even though I don't drink coffee, but you know what I'm saying. I still want someone to be able to say, you know, hey, let's go on a trip this weekend. Like let's go visit somewhere and have fun with that person. So that is what being single for so long has taught me. It has taught me that, you know, going out for lunch by yourself is freaking amazing. Like, it is so cool to not have to talk, to eat your meal warm. It is so nice to just people watch, you know, back when... (laughs) Back when we could all go out to restaurants. Here, obviously, in Mexico, you still can go to restaurants. You have to wear your mask. But I don't tend to go alone here because I'm always with my parents or with a family or with someone. And so me going to a restaurant alone here just doesn't make sense because that would mean I purposefully am cutting people out of my life, right? But when I lived alone, and back when I'm usually in Paris or wherever it is that I'm going to live next, I love, 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 love going to lunch or to dinner or to breakfast by myself. Like I get peace in it. I can just choose and take this longer as fast as I want. I can just people watch. I get to talk to the waiters. I get to meet interesting people and all the things. So that's kind of liberating. But I also love going to the movies by myself. Like I love going to watch a rom-com movie to the movie theater when they were open and when they open again and cry my eyes out. Like I, listen, I freaking hate when people see me cry. Like this is still an issue I'm working through, but I am a big crier on romance movies. Like put a romantic comedy movie on and I will cry my eyes out. 
not because I'm like, oh my God, I want it, but because it pulls at my heartstrings and I'm like, oh my God, that love story is so amazing. I'm a hopeless romantic, as you can tell and as you can hear. And so I love doing those things. So it's taught me that it's okay to do things alone. It's okay to travel. It's okay to want to explore. It's okay to focus on your career first. It's okay to want to accomplish all of these things. And it's okay to have standards, right? We're sometimes taught as, you know, young people that if you're single, you're not complete. If you're single, you are not a full person. You you know, sometimes it's like, oh, you speak for the couple as a whole, right? You speak for like the Samsons or you speak about like the clerks or whatever it is. We don't speak about the individual people. I feel like I'm going around in circles, but I do have a point, I promise. So basically, it has just taught me that if I'm okay being with myself, not by myself or alone, but with myself, then once an amazing person comes along, I will not let myself get lost ever again. I will do and give as much as I am being done to and given to. So it's not going to be another situation where I will be the only one giving, I will be the one that's in it, and the other person isn't. It has also taught me to recognize the traits that I want in a person. And here's the thing, these are not needs, these are wants. These are stuff that it used to range from looks and now it ranges from character. So back in the day, my only criteria was I want the guy to be hot. I want the guy to be tall, good looking and, you know, have money. Kind of shame to say it. Like that's something that I wanted. And now my criteria looks completely different. So my criteria might be, I want someone that's respectful. I want someone that's ambitious. I want someone that has a passion for something. I want someone that's kind. Kindness is really important to me and I didn't realize how much it made an impact until the people that I met were unkind. I want someone that has similar beliefs in terms of, you know, supporting the LGBTQIA plus community in supporting, you know, the underdogs and being anti-racist. You know, I want someone that has those same beliefs. And before I never even considered it. Like I would never ask anyone. I would just be like, well, that's their belief and they're entitled to it. And while, yeah, that is their belief and they definitely are entitled to it. My position now has changed. That being said, those are all the positives about being single, right? Those are all the positive things that being a quote-unquote spinster for so long has taught me. And I say this tone, this ironically, right? Like I'm not saying, oh my god, let's call ourselves spinsters. No, I don't like that word, but I'm using it ironically because for society, that's kind of what I am, right? Like I haven't had a relationship in years, like literally it'll be going on a decade. And it could be seen as like, oh my God, who's never going to find anyone, which is okay. I definitely will. I do believe in that. But you know, there's some negative sides from it, right? Like I'm not going to lie. There have been times where I have cried, not in the past year, but before that, where I have cried out of just like, you know, confusion and just worry and hurt of like, am I ever going to find someone? Like, is there someone out there for me? do I even deserve the type of person that I want? Like, am I being too picky? 
should I just settle? Like, is it me having too high standards? Is it me thinking that there's this specific person out there? Or, you know, what's wrong with me? Like, I've had times where I've asked myself that and I've cried myself to sleep and I've just cried in general. Um, I remember this one time. I was partying with a friend of mine. Um, We were in Paris and we were partying and we came back home. We were both bummed because the guys that we were dating weren't paying attention to us over text. And at the club, no one was paying attention to us. We didn't get drinks bought because, yeah, we're both Latinas. So we have that whole thing of like, oh, drinks are being bought for us. So it was a very hard, miserable night. And when she left and I went back home, I just started crying because I was like, what is wrong with me? Like, I think I look bomb. I think I look hot. I think I look really good. I did my makeup. I did my hair. I was looking really good. What is physically wrong with me that someone didn't just come up to me and start wanting to talk to me? You know, I had those feelings and thoughts where I thought, what makes me so unlovable? Like, why is it that all these people that might be a little bit mediocre or like not as nice as me, not in terms of like looks, but as in personality or sweet or whatever, how are all these people that treat their partners like shit in these amazing relationships or meeting these amazing people? And yet here I am a nice kind soul that is completely alone. Like she doesn't have anyone, right? So I've had nights where that used to happen to me and this happened for like many years. I've had ups and downs. I've had periods where I dated a lot and I would avoid those feelings of sadness because I would just go on a date with someone new. I would just chat with someone new on the apps. And then on the flip side, there were times where I was dry AF. I would not go out on a date with anyone. I would not talk to anyone on dating apps or any other than friends for a long time. And I still had those feelings. So if you ask me what being single for so long has taught me, I want to say is resilience to have ideals and to know what I want. So with everything I keep learning about myself through this course and just in general through having different conversations, more meaningful conversations, what I've come to realize is I didn't know myself very well or I didn't want to know myself back in the day because these men that I was in relationships with, like not necessarily long-term relationships, but just relationships with they made me feel like I was unlovable, to be quite honest. Like, they truly made me feel like the problem was me, whereas the problem clearly was them because they didn't see how amazing of a person I am. And I'm not turning this into like, oh my god, Sabrina's amazing, everybody go message her. No, I'm just literally saying it's had its ugly parts. I have cried many crocodile tears. I've cried many, you know, meltdowns. I have wondered time and time again why can't I why does he why does she all of these things and there's also been great times like I wouldn't have had all the amazing experiences I have now if I hadn't been single like I wouldn't be able to just pack up my shit and leave and move countries because I was tied down to someone right or because like their job was there and that would mean like long distance relationship and whatnot I wouldn't just be able to say, well, I'm getting a dollar. Like I'm doing this 
because I would have had to factor another person in, not out of obligation, but out of want, right? Like, because if you're in a relationship or married to someone, you want to share your life with them. You want to have these, like, you want to factor them in your life. You want to consider them for things. And so I kind of see it as a blessing now because it's allowed me to get to know myself when I had lost all perception of who that was and just get to know what I like, what I don't like, what I stand for, what I don't stand for and consider whether the things I thought I wanted was because I specifically wanted them or because it was someone else's ideal in terms of like my society, my family or friends or whatnot. And so, yeah, while being single sometimes really freaking sucks, like it, it must really be nice to just have someone to always talk to, someone that supports you, to be able to share love with someone. While it sometimes really does freaking suck to be alone, that's the thing. I'm alone, but I'm not lonely anymore. Like I love the company that I bring to myself on the table. Like I find myself hilarious, seriously. I will sometimes crack myself up because I come up with the most ridiculous jokes or puns or whatever. And I'll just start laughing and I'm like, I freaking love that. I will sometimes just, you know, not be in the mood and go and do something and just be by myself and really truly enjoy that time because I get to sit with my thoughts and I get to really decipher what it is that Sabrina is feeling today. And so it has its both, like it has its good part and its bad part as well. But it is what it is. I'm single. Who knows when that'll change? I'm not stressing myself out anymore. I am letting things be, letting the universe go, and talking to you about it, telling you my struggles being single in the hopes that if you're listening and you've ever been through a similar situation or you're currently in the same situation where you think, well, damn, I'm alone. I'm single. Will I ever find someone? That you know that you're not alone. There's plenty of us, and I know at least three people, or four actually, that they're going through the same thing. So I hope you find solace in this episode. I hope you find comfort in knowing that you're not alone. And most importantly, what I want you to take away from this episode is that we will find our person. And I find comfort in that because whether it's for a short amount of time or a lifetime, I do believe that people come into your life for a reason and there's someone out there for everyone. Like that's all I'm going to say. There truly, truly is someone out there for everyone. And whether or not you believe in, you know, soulmates, whether or not you believe in a partner for a lifetime I do believe there's that special someone for every single person out there. So if you're listening and you're single, please hang on. Your person is right around the corner. I believe it for you. I believe it for me. And I believe it for everyone out there in the world. If you are in a relationship, I hope this episode gives you perspective. And it also reminds you that you are a person by yourself outside of the relationship so it is okay to do things by yourself it is okay to want some space it is okay to love your person but still want your own alone time right and if you are in a messy situation if you are in a relationship and you're not happy 
I hope this episode truly inspires you to rethink what it is that you want and to look at relationships, dating, men, women, non-binary, whatever it is that you identify with, polyamory. Um, I just hope it lets you truly, truly realize that you don't have to settle. There is better out there if you're not content or if you're not happy. You don't have to stay in a place that you don't want. doesn't matter anything. You can find your way back to yourself if you're lost and you can definitely, definitely find love and happiness. And most importantly, I want you to remember that you are complete as is. You don't need anyone by your side to feel complete and you don't need anyone else's permission to just be. I have almost cried multiple times on this episode and I don't know what else to say. I could just go on many different tangents, but I think I'm really happy with how this episode sounds today and I'm really happy that I got inspired off of Clubhouse Room to just be more vulnerable and share the side of the story that I don't necessarily share because on my stories and on Instagram, I'm usually very funny about these things. I make fun of the fact that I'm single. I make fun of the fact that I've met so many crazy people. I make fun of the fact that my dating apps are a mess and my dating life might be a mess. But I just wanted to come here and, you know, tell you the full story because you deserve it. And if I impact one person, I am happy with that because I'm making a difference. And my words are actually meaning something. It's not just out there for the sake of being out there. That being said, if this resonated with you, I would love to have a message from you. I would love for you to let me know what resonated with you the most, if you've ever had this happen to you, if you know anyone. And if you're shy to reach out, just go and hug your single friend and tell them that everything is going to be okay. Uh, all jokes aside, if you've liked the episode, if you like the show, go leave a review. Go follow me on Instagram as at Pretty Sure Podcast or at a That Girl Sabrina. Leave a review. It helps for people seeing it. And just keep coming back. Know that I love you. I appreciate you. And I think you are definitely enough as is. So I'm going to let you go. I'm going to go back onto Clubhouse and bid you all farewell, a good afternoon, and I will see you next time. Peace out, everybody. Yeah.